Welcome to High Gluttony. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies who like to cook, smoke, learn, and enjoy a meal with friends. We invite you to join us every 10 days or so here at the High Gluttony Homestead and listen to us make a mess and have a lot of fun. (laughs) So step inside, Gluttonyers. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Becca. (laughs) Technical difficulties. (laughs) We have had some technical difficulties. We have had some high emotions. We're just going to see how it goes. We're here. We're excited. We are ready to just cross our fingers and hope we don't have any more issues. Let's just go. So everybody cross your fingers. This is going to work. I'm still very excited about what we're doing today. We are going to make vegetable enchiladas, which I mean, seems relatively easy. I'm sure you can make it much more complicated, but we're not like making our own tortillas or anything. God, no. (laughs) God, no. World level one, two, Two tops. Yeah. If you don't make the sauce, then Mm -hmm. one for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're making our own sauce. So we'll say two just because just because two steps. We are sipping on some margaritas. We used a recipe from Patron Tequila, which neither of us used Patron. We didn't use the or- orange liqueur they suggest. So whatever. It's a delicious margarita. <laughs> it tastes good. You know what a margarita is? Yeah, you do. We're both in desperate need of some smokes. I see you are going. I'm going to join you right now. But what are you what are you smoking over there? So I am smoking. Hopefully this is not going to bite me in the ass because it's unknown <laughs> quantity entity. But this is Baby Jeter brand infused grapefruit Romulan, which smells absurdly good. This brand infuses the fuck out of terpenes or something because it's super grapefruity like really fruity it's delicious did you say grapefruit romulan like Mm -hmm. from star trek (laughs) love it yes i did love it Mm -hmm. it's a cross so this is the strain is a cross between grape like grapefruit og and romulan i think is what it said but it, it is a hash and fruit pre-roll. So I'm going to stop right now before I get too far in here and get o- in over my head. But it is the delicious. Thinking. Yeah. All the more reason to stop if it's yeah. too delicious. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. Well, okay. We've both had some puffs. Well, I guess you're enjoying that grapefruit Romulan. And then I'm actually using some frozen margarita that I used Again. not that long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thought it was fitting since we're drinking margaritas it's nice it's making me feel relaxed and i think um this is lemonine as its dominant terpene and then no cbd but oh yeah after all our technical issues i'm ready to just relax and talk to you a little bit about some enchilada history and then we can talk about our steps and our recipe and Get our asses in the kitchen. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. We are racing against the cooperation of the internet. So (laughs) So here we go. All right. Journey with me, Gretchen, to beautiful, amazing southern Mexico, where our corn tortilla finds its origin. This was a staple of cuisine in this region for centuries, for so long. And 
much like I think it was the injera we were talking about, its early iteration was probably like a spoon or an edible plate kind of thing. It wasn't something used kind of like (laughs) as its own entity yet. It just was like a supplement to the meal. That's floating around for a, a long, long time. And then at some point in the Yucatan Peninsula, they start dipping their corn tortillas in pumpkin seeds, ironically, <gasps> since we pumpkin just seeds. did our pumpkin seeds. I know. <laughs> they start dipping their corn tortillas in pumpkin seeds and then rolling them around a chopped hard, hard-boiled egg and then covering that in this really rich tomato sauce. So that's the very first iteration of what we know as like the enchilada today. From there... It evolves from the Aztecs, who would basically, the name for it was chilipizeli, I think, and it meant a chili flute. And what they started to do at this point was to really include a lot of the chili pepper that we would associate more with enchiladas at some point. And so they would grind up this really spicy pepper into a paste. And then dip the tortillas in that paste, fill them with beans, squash, fish, game, or eggs. So a really spicy, like protein packed little pocket. Quick food on the go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Similar to other foods that we've talked about, it was really popular among the nobility because you could like fancy it up. But then it was also really common uh, among common people because it was accessible and it was affordable and you could make your own sauces to accompany it. And this article I was reading says some of them terrifyingly hot. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have experienced that before. Yeah. I think that's a thing. Terrifyingly hot sauces. <laughs> So then cue our Spanish conquistadors who do not great things, including appropriate the enchilada. And what they do is add cheese, pork, and chicken. They move away from the chili paste and make more of a spicy sauce. So we're building to this version we know and to your point because they're portable the spanish armies could take them while they're marching Mm -hmm. so at this point its identity is a little bit vague the spanish have added stuff to it the aztec had their own version of it the mexican independence is kind of happening around this time and so it's starting to develop a mexican association and to the point where the very first mexican cookbook was published in 1831, and the author included not one, but two separate enchilada recipes in the very first Mexican cookbook. Big deal. Big fucking deal. (laughs) So now they're in Mexico, what we know as Mexico, and then the U.S. takes Texas and California and the Southwest, and Mexican dishes start making their way into American culture laying the foundation for what we would know as Tex-Mex, which I think is my favorite thing in the world. (laughs) And (laughs) enchiladas were a big part of this. And they were easy to make. They were affordable. And so they became common in work lines. 
you could buy them really quickly and just kind of or really affordably and get back to work. And so at this point, though, a way to keep the price more affordable also is meat became less common and more like locally grown ingredients like lettuce and onion are added at this time. And then the importance of chili is also being scaled back probably because Americans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Cause white people, I think we should say white people. (laughs) Okay. There you go. Yeah. Cause white people, even though they're delicious and people are enjoying them, there's all this stigma because people don't want to appreciate other cultures white people don't want to appreciate other cultures. They don't get picked up as like a popular dish in America until the 20th century. It's at this point that they start appearing in restaurants, especially in Southern states. And they kind of like all bets are kind of off at this point. People are kind of doing what they want with them. Like they're keeping pretty consistent, but it's kind of like evolving into its whole thing. And so in 1921, there was a food writer who described enchiladas based on what she had enjoyed at the famous enchilada house in old Albuquerque. And so I thought this was funny and wanted to read it. So a tortilla, she recounted, was first placed in the middle of a large plate, then a flood of rich red chili and more cheese sprinkled between in layer cake fashion and the whole topped off with a high crown of chopped onions in which nestles an egg, which has been broken a minute into the hot lard, an artistic and cooling garnish of lettuce, and behold, an enchilada. <laughs> behold. And I behold. Was, <laughs> I read that part before, and I was like, I bet this will make a lot more sense with context. Like, But I was enjoying the description, the high crown of chopped onions, when I was just reading it, didn't make a sense to me. I was like, so is it like, what are we looking at here? Like, is yeah. it, how tall is the filling in this enchilada? And so I was getting a very different visual with reading it versus you reading it. I got a whole other visual. <laughs> Good. So that is a very brief, very brief abbreviated version of the enchilada. That's great. Because <laughs> I really know nothing about enchiladas same it's interesting to hear the evolution of it being like meat and chili paste basically right now it's like cheese and sauce and (laughs) lettuce and you barely taste the tortilla you barely taste the right stuff you know it's very interesting how food evolves so wait is there lettuce going on the inside of Mm -mm. the enchilada no okay i didn't end up buying lettuce Mm. today Mostly because I was in Trader Joe's and then I didn't look when I was in Whole Foods and wasn't thrilled by the options. It's like, ah, it says it's optional, right? (laughs) So I keep visualizing that they're putting lettuce inside the enchilada. And again, I'm still weirded out by hot lettuce, even though it's generally accepted as a thing, I guess. Hot shredded lettuce too? Yeah. (laughs) No thanks. My brother and I can argue about that later. (laughs) Well, should we share our recipe sources and ingredients then? Yes. Yes, we should. So for the process, we are using Isabel Eats, but since that had chicken in it, we wanted to go with a veggie option. So our ingredients come from Manjula's Kitchen for the sauce and veggies. 
because I also think Isabel was using canned sauce or something or just said That's enchilada right. sauce. It wasn't specific. I so think we she wanted had a to... recipe for sauce, but we were like, let's just, anyway, yeah, we're yeah. mixing it up. We're, we're all mixing it up. Yeah. Throwing it together, chopping it up. We did make some slight alterations to the cheeses involved, as well as the other things I'll try to remember to mention on the way down through the list of ingredients. Here we go. We're going to need tortillas. For this recipe, we are using eight corn or flour tortillas. I found combo corn and flour tortillas, so I am living it up over here. (laughs) And I'm doing white corn. Excellent. Then for the sauce, we've got one 15-ounce can of crushed tomatoes, three tablespoons of oil, three tablespoons of all-purpose flour, one and a half teaspoons red chili powder, one teaspoon of dried oregano, one teaspoon of cumin seed powder, one teaspoon of sugar, one teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of black pepper, and one cup of water or broth. Then for the filling, we have one tablespoon of oil, three cups of spinach chopped, half a cup of corn, Manjula uses frozen. Becca is also using frozen. And I got canned because I didn't want to buy a big bag of frozen corn that I was never going to use. Totally fair. (laughs) Half a cup of mushrooms chopped. One half cup sharp cheddar cheese shredded. One half cup of Monterey Jack cheese shredded. One half cup acidero or queso fresco or Oaxaca cheeses or one and a half cups of Mexican cheese blend. Also, just whatever fucking cheese you feel like using. And also, Becca's using additional cheese, and when she told me that, it sounded like a good idea to me, so I probably will use additional cheese as well. Yeah, I think Manjula actually used mozzarella instead of Monterey Jack, and I felt like that wasn't... I don't know if Monterey Jack's like a real thing, but it just felt like mozzarella was not... It was too cross-ocean-y. <laughs> Didn't feel authentic. Yeah, I mean, that's a pizza cheese. I mean, it probably would have been totally fine, but I just I swapped that for Monterey Jack. Just also a heads up. Okay, great. I love it. It's all perfect. Amazing. Fantastic. Okay, and then for topping, you got more cheese. Half a cup of sharp cheddar and half a cup of Monterey Jack is what we're recommending. But whatever the fuck you want, no one here cares. Optional toppings. <laughs> anything you want (laughs) yeah really anything you want so you can these are the suggested ones chopped jalapeno diced onions chopped cilantro sour cream shredded lettuce and cojita cheese i got cilantro and sour cream i did two out of like five (laughs) i did shredded lettuce jalapeno i'm gonna do some tomato too i'm gonna do a little diced tomato Nice. And then I'm going to do Greek yogurt because I don't have sour cream. I mean, that's Did I fine. say jalapeno and cilantro? So you're like anyway. doing all of them. Yeah. Everything but the onions, basically. <laughs> and we know how you feel about onions. So that's yeah. not shocking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what are we going to do with all those ingredients? Gretchen? The recipe recommends blending the crushed tomatoes. Becca and I think the tomatoes are already crushed enough. But if you disagree... You may need a blender of some sort for making your sauce a little bit more pureed. But Becca and I are skipping that, so we will not be using a blender. Then Mm -hmm. mostly you need a baking dish and then knives, cutting board, some prep bowls, but pretty basic stuff here as far as Mm -hmm. 
what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Would you like to treat us to the steps? First, we are going to make our sauce, which is very, very simple. We're just going to heat up that can of tomatoes with, well, actually first, we're going to heat up our oil and flour and make a little quick roux. Then we add our tomato sauce, all of our spices, and mix that with the cup of broth, heat it up until it thickens, then set it aside. Then we're going to make our filling, which is basically just heating up some oil, cooking down those vegetables. And then we take that off the heat, and then we add a quarter cup of the enchilada sauce and mix that up. And then once it's come to room temperature, we add all of that cheese mix. So the one and a half cups of the combo cheese. Okay, set it aside. Then we're going to assemble. And there are two recommendations, one for heating up your corn tortillas and one for heating up your flour tortillas in the microwave. Oh no, what am I going to (laughs) do? So you're going to do, you have to do yours on a plate Mm -hmm. and for one minute and flip at 30 seconds. Okay. And I have to put mine in a damp paper towel and heat for one minute, flip at 30 seconds. But mine are really soft. So I don't know if I need that. I feel like that's for like a yellow corn. I would at least try it because even if they're flexible, giving them a little bit of warmth makes them just that much more flexible as far as like being able to wrap around something. So like, that's like something I always come across when I'm doing like tortilla wrap shit. It's like you have to you have to heat the tortillas, otherwise they just usually crack. Well, but do you think I need to put the wet paper towel on it though? Because that's the only difference between the corn and the flour is the try, damp try it bo- paper try it, towel. Try it both ways, I guess. Because okay, yeah, try it both ways. Why not? Why not? I think this is a kind of a thing where you are heating them up assembling one and then yep. heating up one. your other one. Yeah. Yeah. So once you've heated up your tortilla, then we assemble by evenly filling a tortilla with the veggie mixture. Mixed your mixture. God. Then we roll the tortillas up tightly and place it in the dish with the seam down. Yep. And then we pour the rest of that enchilada sauce on top, pour the rest of the cheese on top. I might do my jalapenos too at that point. And then, yeah. And then take it out after 20 minutes, garnish with whatever toppings you want or don't want, and then enjoy. I think that pretty well covers how to do this recipe. First thing we're going to do when we get in the kitchen is make our sauce and go from there. Should we also start heating our vegetables too? Because they're not going to be in the same pan. So it's not, we don't really have to wait, do we? No, we could do both at the same time. That's a good idea. So Look at us making up for time. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And we have our oven on 350. Yes. So I guess I'm turning on two burners. Let's do it. So the tomato sauce is medium heat and the vegetable filling is also medium. I even measured my oil today. How good. I know, right? You're so impressed. Yeah, that's huge. (laughs) I do have one thing that I want to try is that I think we should put our spices into the thing first with the hot oil and flour. 
Okay, like so the flour once... mix and then add the spices. Right. So we'll do the flour for a couple of minutes till it's that cut like goldeny color, then add the spices, uh -huh. toast okay. those for like 30 seconds just till they're aromatic, then add the tomatoes. That sounds okay. great. Is your oil my, in? I did put my oil in, yes. Okay, let me do that. And then for the vegetables, it's just oil and throw them in till they cook down. Right. Iggy. Might be getting close to. Okay, let me know when you go with your flour. Well, I just started to to see how it was going, but it's not ready yet. Oh, okay. Looks looks like my veggie pan though is ready, so I'm gonna go in with my veg. Okay. I almost regret not making like rice and beans to put in this as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or on the side. I mean, I guess I still could make rice and or beans to go with it. That's true. So much spinach. Three cups. Yeah. All right. I'm about to. I'm taking longer than I thought. I might turn my heat up just slightly on my okay. sauce here. Cause should I go with my flour or should I still? Let me try it again. Yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I just had to turn it up though. Cause mine like really wasn't uh, going. Mm -hmm. Getting kind of toasty. I'm going to grab my spices. So I have them in my hand. Cause I think this okay. will probably end up starting to toast. And oh yeah, definitely getting a little color on it now. Pretty toasty. Mm -hmm. Stuff up on the walls that are starting to go goldy brown. Uh, well, did you go in with your spices? I was just waiting a little bit longer until it got really actual blonde. And it is definitely blonde now, so here we go. Okay. Spices <laughs> in. Oh, yeah. I like that. Really. In goes the tomatoes. And then the broth? Yep. And I'm just rinsing my can from my tomato sauce. Okay. And using that as my broth. Hmm, I might need more spinach. <laughs> more spinach? Yeah. I guess we are going to put a lot of cheese in this. I was like, this doesn't feel like a lot of filling. I know. But I guess, I mean, they're not very big tortillas. Right. And then we bring the sauce to a boil and then set it aside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I see why you would chop the spinach now because it's hard to kind of negotiate all this spinach in my fry pan. I just always am surprised at how much spinach cooks down. It's nuts. It just disappears. So I'm just going to turn the heat off under my veggie filling. And oh, my sauce is boiling. Boiling away. Tastes so good. Does it? Yeah. Mm, I need something, I think. Oh, I might have missed my black pepper. I also might be really sacrilegious and hit it with a little bit of hot sauce. Do it. Geysers going over here, basically. My In your sauce? sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably sufficiently thickened. How much of the sauce is going into the filling? Quarter cup. Oh, quarter cup. Okay. Not a lot at all. Not a lot, yeah. Okay. Leave it in the pan and then mix it with the cheese. Once it's cold. Yeah. Okay. It, do it doesn't say to take it out. I've moved my pan off the stove to the countertop just because I want it to cool a little bit faster. Your veggie pan or your saucepan? Veggie pan. Okay. I didn't think the sauce needed to be particularly cool, did it? Oh, I don't know. No, you're right. So now we just have to wait for the veggie mix to come to room temperature, which we can encourage further with stirring to a certain extent. Stirring away. Well, I do feel like the temperature is coming down fairly quickly. I'm going to do a test run on my tortillas over here while I'm waiting. Was it a minute or 30 seconds? A minute, but you flip at 30. Oh, hot, 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 hot. I don't know if it needs to be heated up any further. Than 30? <laughs> It's really hot. 
Yeah. And it's like kind of the perfect rolling consistency at that point. So 30 seconds? I think so. Okay. Now, let's try the texture. Chewy. Probably need to do the towel. I feel like I should pour my sauce in because the sauce is hot, right? So what's the point of pulling the oh, vegetables yeah. down if we're going to add a hot sauce? No, you can put the sauce in there. Okay. Did you already I, do that? I did. Oh, Sorry. okay. Oh, no, you're Sorry. Okay. I know I fine. told you. No, maybe you did. I just didn't hear it, but I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm catching up. It was when I was asking you how much went in. Oh. I don't know if that did anything but hurt it, but... <laughs> Oh, I can touch the bottom of the pan. Okay. Might give my filling just another minute or two to cool. Okay. Add salt. Need salt. And I put hot sauce in that too. <laughs> <laughs> Does yours have a little bit of liquid? What? Your vegetable. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Cheese not like. Probably soak that up. Yeah. Balance it out anyway. Uh, okay. It's good yeah, though. Mine's still pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Where did all my cheese go? Hello, cheese. How are you coming on your cooling to, over there? Let's check. Yeah, pretty cool. Or cool enough. <laughs> All right, cheese goes in. Yep. Yum. Into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if any will make them to the enchilada. No. Yeah, a lot of it already, it, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. Way more cheese than uh, veggie here. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty even. Yeah. Well, I didn't really measure anything that I was doing, so I didn't measure my mushrooms. Well, the cheese I did- is good. I did four handfuls of spinach, which should be about a cup. So I'm, I was over on the spinach, but I'm not mad. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going in with my first tortilla. Okay. So we heat it up in the microwave. Then we dip it in the sauce, right? Mm-hmm. Then it said, fill it, then roll it. I don't think I have that on here, but we are supposed to dip it in the sauce. <laughs> it says assemble enchiladas by filling each tortilla evenly. with The ve- veggie mixture, roll tightly to close and place on the baking baking dish seam side down so we're supposed to dip the the i guess not i read a couple recipes that said to dip it into the sauce first but i guess heating it up in the microwave maybe accomplishes the same things yeah Yeah. let's just go (laughs) okay i mean there was definitely a lot of the history that was like dip that into that so Mm -hmm. one down Uh, i'm just doing them for 30 seconds and that seemed to be more than enough for my okay hot yeah i'm only doing mine for like 15 seconds yeah yeah i think that yeah the last time i let it go for the full 30 i don't think i need to unless they've got like the heat actually adjusted on their microwave i don't remember seeing a heat setting though right yeah 20 seconds more than enough to warm this yeah anything else it just is so hot to touch yeah also i don't think i'm gonna get eight filled out of this oh okay which is fine because mm-hmm. I'm like already halfway across my pan here and I only have three. Okay. I got five. <laughs> five. I will never understand how our one or how our like outcomes end up so different sometimes. Why? Have you got like more than enough for eight? Probably close. Yeah. I'm on my fourth one. And I think I could make it. Maybe not. I'm kind of filling them up a lot. They're full. Yep. Totally out of filling. Uh, I'm, um, also kind of assuming that we are, how long is they, are they supposed to take to cook? Like um, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Are we actually going to like finish this out today or just do a, we don't an have outro? To. Okay. We can be done. Yeah, cheese the fuck out of the top of this thing. <laughs> Making up for filling cheese. Okay, one more for me. Mm. Margarita. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to put this on a tray <laughs> to bake oh, it. Yeah. I, being very messy. Yeah. A bubble edge over situation. Oh yeah, for sure. That's pretty much guaranteed to happen. 20 minutes. Let's 20 go. Minutes. In you go. In you go. 20 minutes on the clock. 20 minutes. We'll see you in the future. It's the future. We are in the future. Enchilada post future chat. Post future chat? Post enchilada future chat. Post enchilada chat. There you go. Anyway, Gretchen, tell me what you thought about our our version of the vegetable enchilada. Really good. I like the flavor. It turned out really nice. But I do think that if I was to do it again, I'd probably dip the tortillas in the sauce because just pouring it over the top got a lot got a lot of sauce on the top but not so much around the enchilada so i think i can see why you had thought that was supposed to happen because i think it was supposed to yeah (laughs) because maybe we should have yeah (laughs) well also that sauce was delicious i loved that sauce i wanted it everywhere too so i totally take your point about there just not being enough of it everywhere for me though I just want a little more like chili flavor more than there was nothing wrong with it. It could just use a little more chili, Some, just, a little more heat, just a little more heat, a little totally. more of that chili flavor. Mm-hmm. I added that jalapeno on top. So I think, ah, okay. I had that anyway, but if I hadn't, I think you're right. I would have been wanting something with a little more. Ooh, hello. I did. Tug. <laughs> I did zero garnishing, so I was just like, I'm just eating this. <laughs> I'm hungry. This looks good. Let's go. <laughs> did throw a little sour cream on it, which was really tasty. But other than that, I was too lazy to garnish. <laughs> didn't even use the cilantro I bought for that you purpose. You didn't? No. Oh, it was so good with the cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bunnies got it. They, you know, they turned yeah, it into okay. composts. It's fine. A, a worthy trade-off for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's success. And I think I'll have to do it again just because it was so good and make a little more filling the next time. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, yeah. And speaking of filling, I did wish I had chopped the spinach. I did not like the mm. big bites of spinach. And I was kind of wishing I had chopped everything up to the same consistency so that it didn't like disappear, but yeah. that it just like, you didn't taste any one thing at one time. I could see that. Yeah. I, I still want to put rice and beans in it, even though I know mm. that's not really correct necessarily for an enchilada. I didn't mind not chopping the spinach. That didn't bother me, but I did want a couple other things in there was where I was at. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I also felt like as delicious as it was, it felt like a fair amount of work. I feel like if I were to do something like this again, I might do like a casserole kind of thing with just <laughs> layers of tortillas with the mix in between. That just feels so much easier and you get the same kind of results. I know that's totally cheating and totally antithesis of enchiladas, but I was like, I don't want to roll these up next time. <laughs> you know, what's so funny is that the first day I baked it, I picked up one long ways enchilada and ate that 
but the rest of the time I just cut it in half. And so it ended up being more like an <laughs> enchilada lasagna type thing. So I could yeah. definitely see where you were going with that. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Layer, like layer in your tortilla with the filling. Yeah. Just, you could just, just sauce at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Tortillas, you could rip them to fit perfectly in your yeah. pan. And then filling, cheese, more sauce. Yeah, that would be tasty, tasty. This was yeah. good, of course. Yes, I want to do that too. Just, just a couple notes to get in on, mm-hmm. on the end there. But for my first attempt at enchiladas, I was very impressed and didn't miss the meat at all, which was a little surprising for me, which, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. these are really delicious. Don't even need meat. Like, so good. Especially, I think, if you had the really flavorful rice and beans, too. Yeah. Without, like, getting all that protein and actually just feeling super satisfied all that by all that. And that would be cool in, the, in our casserole yeah. idea, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mix it right in with the filling. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, yum. Ooh. Or top with the rice. Yeah. Like, make a layer of rice on the top like with a, the cheese. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We always end up with more things to do when we do our outro. <laughs> it's a really bad habit, I know. I know, but it's fun. <laughs> it's the story of my life. I can never do like just one thing. Like it's always a evolution to something else. And then what if? But then what if? Oh, but what if? <laughs> well, a success all around. Pretty easy. We uh, we are trying to find ways to make it easier even still, obviously. I loved it. Absolutely would do it again for sure. And definitely want to make that sauce. Like it was so easy. And I just loved being able to make it your own and how quick it came together. And just it really made such a difference having a fresh sauce, even though I don't know if I would have noticed it at the end of the day if I'd had a canned sauce. I really appreciated it that I made it myself. <laughs> I mean, and it's so easy that, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think with the level of difficulty of making the sauce that probably buying, there must be really good sauce out there, I I would assume. I think you could get away with just buying the sauce and not not making it yourself. It's it's Or buying some and enhancing it yourself. That's also an option, too. Yeah, totally. Endless options. We love our options. And we hope to get the recipe up and our thoughts up on com. <laughs> and we took some pictures this time. So maybe those will get up. We'll see. <laughs> and thanks for joining us once again, Gluttoneers. Very exciting to be in this very cool fall time. Here we go. November. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. That is where we do most of the posting. We also do Facebook and yeah, off we go. Off we go. More cheese. Give me more cheese. More cheese. (laughs) It might've been a little too much cheese. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. It's not possible. You you lie. You totally lie. (laughs) 